You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You ready for this? I am, man. I'm looking forward to this. It is baseball, basketball talk. It's our last opportunity to really discuss baseball unless some major news happens. So I'm looking forward to it. It's a little somber, but but yeah, it's, it's going to be nice. It is. So you ready to get into it? Let's do it. All right, we're going to start off with the NBA standings. So far, we have in the Atlantic Division, the Nets on top of that division at 10-4. and four. The 76ers are right behind them at 8-6 and six, and two games back. The Knicks are 7-6, and six, two and a half back. The Raptors are 7-7, seven seven, three games back. Excuse me, and the Celtics are 6-7, and seven, three and a half back. In the Central Division, the Bulls lead that division at 9-4. and four. The Cavs are 9-5 and five and a half game back. The Bucks had a hot start but cooled off of late and are six and eight with a three and three and a half back. And the Pacers are tied with them actually at six and eight and three and a half back as well. And the Pistons are three and nine, five and a half back. In the Southeast Division, the Wizards lead that one surprisingly at nine and three. The Heat are eight and five and a half game and a half back. The Hornets are eight and seven and two and a half back. The Hawks are five and nine, five back, and the Magic are three and ten, six and a half back. Out in the Western Conference, you have the Nuggets leading the Northwest Division at 9-4. The Jazz are 8-5, a game back. The Blazers are 6-8, 3.5 back. The Thunder are 5-7, also 3.5 back. And the Wolves, or Timberwolves, are 4-8 and 4.5 and and back in that division. Then you have in the Pacific Division, the Warriors leading the entire league with the best record at 11-2. The Suns are 9-3, 1.5 back. The Clippers are 8-5. Three games back, the Lakers are eight and six, three and a half back. Uh, let's see here, and the Kings are five and eight, six games back. And then the Southwest Division, the Mavs lead that division at eight and four. The Grizzlies are six and seven, two and a half back. The Spurs are four and nine, four and a half back. The Pelicans are two and twelve, seven back. And the Rockets, as we 
are not totally surprised by this number are one in 12, seven and a half back. <laughs> one in 12. Yeah. To Yikes. say the least, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Houston, you still have a problem. Right. All right, so let's get to that M- MLB notes in the World Series. It took six games, but the Atlanta Braves outlasted the Houston Astros to win the series 4-2 to two and win their first World Series since 1995 against the Cleveland Indians is when they did that. After splitting the first two in Houston, Atlanta took the first two in Atlanta and seemed destined to win at home. However, the Astros took Game 5 to send the series back to Houston for Game 6 and potentially a Game 7. Uh, but the seventh game would not be necessary as the Braves routed the Astros in Game 6 7 to nothing. This was the second World Series that the Astros have played in since winning in 2017 when they found uh, when they were found to have cheated in the 2017 World Series. The Astros now are 0-2 in both World Series, losing to the Nationals in 2019 and, of course, this year to the Braves. That's still a pretty good record for them, though, being that many times, mm-hmm. despite their cheaterish ways. Very cheaterish ways. Um, you know, it is what it is, and I know uh, my brother-in-law is very happy that the Braves won. Um, we were just talking about it the other night. He's like, maybe the Atlanta curse is broken now. Then you, if you would have saw what happened to the Atlanta Falcons, I wouldn't say this. <laughs> then there's that, right? Yeah. yeah, we talked about that too, and I just kind of, I kind of tried to side sidestep it a little bit because you know, uh, it's like I don't because Cowboys are on a roll right now, and whew. yeah, but uh, this ended up being great for the Braves. Uh, yeah, they've had a lot of tortured um, history of late, and when it comes to Playoffs and championships. It's finally good to see one of the Atlanta teams finally push through. And, it, and it's surprising it's taken this long because the Braves are a very well-run organization. They're usually always in the playoffs. They did have that little bit a few years ago where they kind of had that kind of lull after they, uh, them and Bobby Cox separated. It was kind of like, oh, whoa, what's going on here in Atlanta? And then they finally started bouncing back, really building through the farm system again. Um Losing a Ronald Acuna Jr. though really seemed like it was going to be detrimental to the team, but they rallied. Um, they he probably I think that they used that to inspire themselves to not only because the front office made some good moves that helped lead them to the World Series, but also just the team as a whole really um, rallied around Acuna's injury and said, "Hey, it's not just him that makes us go. This whole team needs to step up, and they did. Yeah, they did, man. Pushed and themselves right into a World Series. Pretty freaking cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, I was telling, telling my brother-in-law, I was like, maybe we'll have to go see some games next year. That would be nice to be able to go see the, the World Series winners play. All right. And I wouldn't mind because the Dodgers will come to Atlanta. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind going to see that. All right. Like yeah. See my Dodgers. Especially because we're going to give them our best now because uh, – we gotta we gotta take them out, and of course our streak of losing to the eventual World Series champion is is <laughs> still intact since 2016. So that's not bad. Not bad. I was like, that's weird, but okay. <laughs> right. Every time we've been either we've either won the World Series or been eliminated by the team that eventually won the World Series, or we were in the World Series and lost to the team that won it. So it's just like, how do we keep doing that? Was it six consecutive World Series? That's six years, dude. Crazy. We just it'd be nice if we had more than just one championship to show for it in that time frame. Yeah. But of course we were 
You were robbed. Out robbed. of two of them, but yes. But uh, needless to say, I'm just happy for the Braves and can't wait to see what they do in the off season. Speaking of the off season, as the league heads into the winter meetings, uh, where a lot of off season movement comes into play, the contenders have a lot to work to do this winter. The Braves will be trying to retain Freddie Freeman, their star first baseman. The Dodgers have a ton have tons of free agent questions. Uh, that they'll need to answer. The Giants must figure out how to get over the hump to get back to the World Series and, re- and also replace Buster Posey. The Astros need to figure out their pitching rotation, and so do the Red Sox. They need to seem to kind of work on their whole pitching staff. And the White Sox need to figure out where their offense is going to come from because their offense was pitiful in the playoffs. And the league also must work on a new collective bargaining agreement to avoid a lockout. So a lot to go on this winter. A lot going on and all, and just... Some crazy stuff, dude. We will definitely see what happens with all of it, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Yes. I think specifically we talk about like the Red Sox. Their pitching issues are going to probably be mostly answered just because they're going to have hopefully have Chris Sale for a full year. Yeah. Getting yeah. him late kind of helped, I think, kind of helped them it, give it them bo- a spark. It boosted them, yeah, but yeah. But it was a little, little too late, unfortunately, yeah. for them. Um, the Astros really kind of dominated that series for the most part. And uh, I kind of, I, I'll i even admit, I'm a huge fan of Buster Posey, even though he's my team's rival, yeah. a superstar. What that dude had to go through when the like he was injured at home plate, had to miss an entire year because of it, and then to retire. And he's, all, he's a World Series champion, so it's not like he never got a ring, so he's got that going for him. He's going to go down as one of the best catchers of all time, no matter what. I don't care what anyone says. He's a true competitor, and I wish him well. To take that retirement to spend time with his family is an honorable retirement. It definitely is, and it's it's going out on top pretty much. You you know, you've already won a World Series, and there's not much more you could do to prove. So, I mean, it's better than staying in the league till you your knees are shot and you, you can't do anything. So yeah, and he goes out healthy. Yeah, and that's. The best way to go out. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Kind of same reason why I, I like really respect Andrew, Andrew Luck for that for that fact. I mean, you don't want to get hit anymore. You don't want to throw. The, you don't. You don't want to pass. You don't want to play. I mean, retire. You know what I mean? Even though he never got a Super Bowl though, right. would have been nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it would have been nice, but that's the way it ended up being. Unfortunately for some. Um, and one last final thing we just heard earlier today, Julio Lugo for the shortstop for the world champion Red Sox died at the age of 45. So prayers to his family. Yes, it's, it's very sad. And, and I know the Red Sox nation is, is uh, mourning his death and, and prayers go out to him and his family. Yes, sir. All right. So from the diamond to the hardwood, are you ready, Sal? Let's go, brother. Let's go. So, the Ben Simmons saga is continuing in Philadelphia. Oh, Lord. Simmons started getting fined by the organization as he was refusing to see a team and players union agreed upon doctor for his mental well-being. After it came out that he'd be losing money for not seeing that doctor, Simmons returned to team facilities to begin to see that doctor and avoid further fines from the organization. This team needs to get rid of Simmons because this is god-awful. Yeah, it doesn't look good on your organization or you as a player no. to be not doing what you're told for one and 
keeping a player that's just got that much animosity toward you as an organization is not good as far as your as far as how the whole league looks at you, you know what I mean? Because you can't handle him. No. You're not going to keep him. Eventually, he's going to go somewhere, and um, you, it's just it's bad. Yeah. This thing has been a fiasco, to say the least, and both parties just need to figure out to get out away from each other and quickly, because this is just... Yeah. It's not good. I know the Sixers are not going to be like it because his value is practically nothing right now. Yeah. But at the same time, addition by subtraction, man. Get rid of the... I hate to say this word because you know I don't really care for this word, but it is a cancer in the locker room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whether the players will admit to it or not, not having this guy there is just a drain on everybody, and it's just... Not good. Oh, yeah. All right. So, we're not usually braggers, but when we're right, we sure do appreciate it. And the resurgence of the Golden State Warriors has us looking good right now. (laughs) The team leads the league with an 11-2 record, and we saw this coming last year when everyone counted them out, but Steph Curry kept that team in the playoff hunt. Yes, he did. Then on top of that, every one of their young players got experience, and that has resulted them to getting off to their hot start this year. Plus... They're doing all this without Clay Thompson, who is expected back hopefully next month. The team will be able to ease Thompson into game minutes, but once he's back and fully healthy, this team is going to be dangerous, not just in the West, but for the entire league. Yeah, it's it's scary, dude. Once he's back, it's like a freaking a monster you're dealing with in, in the Warriors. So mm-hmm. it's going to be really cool to watch because I miss the Splash Brothers. I do too, so, and I always appreciate Clay Thompson. Oh yeah, he's unselfish. He's a catch and shoot. He's a three and D guy. He hustles every play. He doesn't take a play off, which unfortunately did lead to his injuries. Yeah, but at the same time, and he goes hard in practice, which also led to another injury after coming off an injury. Um, so I'm hoping that he'll just ease himself back in because the team, luckily. Like we said, it's young and doing well. So they don't need him right now. They don't need him to be yeah. that Clay Thompson. And, and I'm sure that that takes a little off of him, too. Yeah. Like he won't be freaking out as much as about trying to come back and get these wins. And, mm-hmm. you know, he can focus on still rehabbing and, and yeah. getting getting his game back to where he needs it to be before yeah. he full-on goes out there and explodes on everybody. Because if you're the Warriors, the way the Warriors are looking right now, I want pre-injury Clay Thompson in May. Oh, yes. April, May. Yes, yes. That's what I really want, that Clay Thompson. Yes. I will get whatever I can get with Clay Thompson now, between now and April and May. But once I get to April and May, that's what I really want to see. You talk about hustle, dude. I'm telling you, like, he even finished that freaking, that game on injury. Mm-hmm. Shooting them three, them free throws, dude. That was just yes. So that's fire right there, dude. And he actually made them too. Mm-hmm. So that's what I that's what I want to see. That Clay Thompson is April May. Before then, I'll just take whatever I need. Yeah, right. Granted, Clay Thompson is going to try to give me the old Clay Thompson before then, but I'd be like, hey man, 
I don't need that yeah. Clay Thompson. Slow either. down a little bit. Slow down Give a little bit. Give me that Clay Thompson April, May when we're getting ready to make a playoff push and get to the playoffs. Then I want that Clay Thompson. Yeah. And as we just start destroying teams, it's going to be a nightmare if he comes back even 75% of what he was. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a nightmare for everybody. Because <laughs> that, that's basically, even if you get 75% of Clay Thompson, that's a 22 to 25 point a game player who hits about three to three to five threes on every night. Right. Jeez. Give me that on, give me that on the Lakers rotation. Damn it. <laughs> You've always wanted Clay Thompson. I'll blame you though. I his mean, dad was a his Laker. His dad though. was a Laker, so. so. And plus I, I I still feel I kinda got irritated that we traded his brother Trace from the Dodgers. I was like, come on, man. If we would have kept Trace, maybe he would have came to LA. Because yeah. if he would have been with his brother. But no, Pikachu knows everything. <laughs> hey, we got a championship out of it eventually. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but, uh, all right. After starting relatively hot and looking like a team that was defending, or that was the defending world champs, the Bucks have struggled this late and slipped to their, slipped a third in their own division. Giannis has been dealing with an ankle, ankle injury of late. And the team overall has been getting a lot of teams' best shot and have landed those shots against the Bucks. It will be interesting to see if the Bucks will be in on any trade rumors as the trade line begins to approach. Uh, yeah, man. I, I guess with, with Giannis, you know, and his his injury problems, I mean, every now and then they're going to roll on him, dude. And it, it sucks to see a team go from being, like, the world champ to what they're doing now, kind but it is what it is, and it's it's still pretty early in the season, so yeah, they they have time to turn it around. Oh yeah, they got time to turn around. Just kind of weird to see them struggle out the gate like they have. Yeah, I mean they started out like kind of hot, kind of destroying a couple teams, and then all of a sudden it's been kind of just. I mean we we seen we seen this with with the Lakers too. I mean they won the they won the championship and then turn around and ugh. yeah. Yeah. Of course, we were on a shorter rest to turn around, though. Yeah, <laughs> after that yeah that's true, that. too. So that didn't help. And the injuries didn't start. Yeah, Miami did way worse after the after the yeah. start of the season. Right. But uh, it was, it's, um, it'd be interesting to see. I don't know. Trade, maybe, we'll see what happens. I mean, they got, they got some assets, and maybe they just need a spark of fresh fresh um, blood in there or something to get them kind of maybe yeah. and as soon as Giannis is feeling better maybe he's the glue of that team yeah so it so it trips him out when he's not on the court could be so alright so so far the Rockets do not look like they've improved this season from the last <laughs> as they have won only one game thus far and hold a slightly worse record than the Pistons and Pelicans also the Magic sorry the Rockets tanked last year but failed to get to the top overall pick and appear to be trying to tank again for the top pick. With the NBA draft lottery supposed to be a deter, a deter for teams to be tanking, doesn't seem to have much of an effect on teams trying to get to the top pick. Cooper. Uh, to me, this makes no sense. Uh, I think we've, we, we've heard this before about the way the draft lottery is and how it should be changed to... You know, worst record on, but at the same time, I understand the aspect of it. Of you know, you don't want your franchise to try and suck just to get that number one pick over so, the course of a 
82 over 82 game season. Yeah, yeah. However, it still doesn't seem to deter teams that much to where they still tank. True. For that shot. I mean, we're seeing this right here. I mean, it's like, the heck is going on with you guys? Right. And I f- and it sucks because, you know, the Pelicans are such a young, good team. And they're, and they're good, man. They, they've got good talent all the way around there. Of course, Zion hasn't been playing yet. And he's also came in, I guess, out of shape, too. Yeah. Which has a lot of people concerned in New Orleans. Yeah. Hey, man, you all wanted him. Because uh-huh. you're trading us Anthony Davis. That's kind of what you get. <laughs> yep. Maybe should have got John Morant instead. Hmm. He was making the Grizzlies look like geniuses. Yep. Of course, make my organization kind of look dumb because you know every other had a Bradley Beal for less and possibly still had John Morant, but you know that's fine. Only thing, but I mean, this is just as though it is ridiculous. The Pistons, I don't know. They just. It, the Pistons are just the Pistons. They don't really... I guess. It's just... I, I've noticed they, they don't really... As far as being the Motor City and being like something or you would think it would draw people in. You would think... Just like with the Lions, you think they'd be doing better. They've got they've got Goff. Goff isn't that horrible. I mean... Well, he's yet to win a game without Sean McVay as his head coach in the NFL. Th- then there you go. So, yeah, it's a head scratcher. I mean, the, even the Tigers have up and down seasons in Detroit. Seems it's just weird because it, Detroit used to be such a great sports town, and it's been given such terrible, yeah, performances by its teams. It's, and at the at this point too, we are in a day and age where where people are more about their electronics. They're more about video games. They're more about... They're not about getting out and actually doing something and actually becoming, you know, a superstar or, you know, a basketball player, football player, any of that. And it's really sad to see. If you don't get your kids into something early like that, they they end up turning to video games almost instantly. So... I mean, I, I I'm seeing the same same thing with my kids right now. Yeah. Uh, my son, I'm trying to get him into football. He's like, I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> I'm like, but you could be good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I it just is what it is. But I'm not gonna force my son to do something he don't want to do either. So, right. I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, I want to get hurt. I don't care. Yeah. I want to play. I'll get hurt. Well, at the same time, too, we I thought we also thought at one point that sports was completely out of the question for him. Yeah, so. yeah. And now that I know it's not, it's kind of like, what you want to do, boy? What you want to do? Let's do it. <laughs> I think it makes it a little harder, though, because we got you got the news so late. It's kind of hard to develop him into a liking of a sport. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it is what it is. He, he also had some developmental delays, and it's... It's kind of made him a little bit more of an outcast in school and things like that. So I, that's kind of why I wanted to get him into some type of team sport because, you know, you have that camaraderie. You have that that team feel and you have these group of kids that look out for each other and, you know, all that stuff. So. All right. All right, man. So that was another good episode for us. We'll be back again of tomorrow with 
Definitely, man. Strictly football talk. Strictly football. <laughs> and it's been a doozy so far. And you got another good one tonight on Monday Night Football as the Rams are up in San Francisco taking on the 49ers. And OBJ's in there. Von Miller's active. Oh, oh This man. is going to be fun. It's going to be wait. crazy, dude. That's right. And then, of course, we'll be back Thursday with the recap of Full Gear, the AEW pay-per-view, as we got a new champion. We'll just throw it out there, dude. Come I on, will. man. I will. Uh, I you're no fun. I didn't say who it was. Well, if they know who AEW is, they know the Full Gear, they know the pay-per-view card, you know. Hey, man, we never know. Somebody could just randomly show up and just take the title. We don't know that. Yeah, this is AEW. Right? <laughs> Also had a uh, the uh, forbidden door opened up again, which wasn't very forbidden because you know he's kind of a part of TNA there for a while. So. Right. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway, so we got that, and then of course Saturday we get to do the preview for Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. That's yes. gonna be fun, dude. It's gonna be so much fun. I cannot wait to do that. And then of course we'll be back one more basketball talk on Sunday, hopefully. And then uh, if everything goes as planned, that's only going to be basketball-only episode unless baseball's winter brings yeah. us some more good news or fun stuff to talk about anyways, like maybe a blockbuster trade, big, huge free agency signings. Anything would be great. Yeah. Be. Otherwise, it's just a basketball episode. <laughs> yeah. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. That's Sports Talk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.